Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to. $100. Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. And they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with Rave. Review. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up Show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Calls the next hour and a half in our power hour. You know what's crazy, too? I was sitting here thinking over the break that, uh, you know, now obviously TDC is structured out. And, you know, it's funny when, and we see this in our own daily lives, 
when you change your habits or you change your routines for the better, you think back, you think to yourself, you're like, I, I can't believe I used to do it that way. You know what I mean? I, I can't believe I ever did it that way. That's kind of how I feel now. It's like, I can't believe we went through a two-hour show just literally unguided, like un, no regiment, no nothing. And I also can't believe I wasn't really creating valuable podcast content of it. Like, I just don't understand why that's not the case. By the way, I wonder too, have Coach Ford and Coleman Hall just dipped out of it? Are they just not YouTube guys? I'm just wondering that. Coleman Hall and Coach Ford, if you are hearing the sound of my voice, if you're tuning into the podcast, create a freaking YouTube and come get in the comments because those guys used to be in the comments every single day, and now they're not. I mean, it's just like, come on, guys. Come on, guys. Everybody's got Google. Everybody can go to YouTube and, and jump in. Maybe they are in here. I don't know. <clears throat> let's see. Let's get into your questions. How about this? Andrew Murphy uh, commented this this morning. Said, Whittle reported this morning, McGillis should be able to make an offensive impact this week and has been healing quicker than originally thought. Said he won't be able to play defense. So how about that? Will McGillis <clears throat> could jump into the lineup for South Carolina. Little did I know. Austin Gregory says, it may be hump day, but it's a bad weekend to be a camel. No doubt. Peyton Smith over under seven wins this year for the Cox. Peyton, I think that's the number. Like, if you were setting a Vegas total, in my mind, you've seen six and a half. I, I think six is, is kind of absurd. Um, I think seven's the number for Carolina. I think that's the one you're going to get even money on. <clears throat> Let's see. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. Braddock843 says, Omaha bound. I hear you. Austin Gregory says, BGB, big game boomer. Released his top 50 punters. Kai Kroger is ranked number two in the country. Love to see it. Mm -mm -mm. Ethan says, we'll love to go to Knoxville this year. Vanderbilt was awesome last season. I've never been to Vandy either. I, I, it's a great road trip because you're always going to win, right? It's a great road trip. Uh, let's see. Ethan said, Austin, Lindy's Magazine has listed Kroger, the number one punter in preseason first-team All-American. Ethan, have you seen Lindy's Magazine? Are you talking, are you talking Athlon? Athlon's magazine. I have not seen Lindy's College Football Magazine. I have not seen it. And their website does not really... Their website does not really help out a ton. I mean, you guys know I'm a huge preseason magazine guy. So, let's see... Hmm. There's really no date either on when it comes out. <clears throat> There's no date on when it comes out. So. Unless I've missed it. Huh. Interesting. Because I'm seeing people talking about it now. <clears throat> but I have not seen... Anything when it comes to, let's see, here, here's their Twitter account. Okay, goes on sale May 31st. Is that, so it's today? Is it available in store? Oh, never mind, that was 2022. Okay. 
Well, darn, guys. They haven't tweeted since 2022. Anyways, I'm getting lost in this magazine thing. Will Hall, what's going on? Appreciate tuning in. Madison Duncan, <clears throat> great to see you as well. Austin Gregory, SEC East winning losing season since 2010. Georgia 12 and 1, South Carolina 9 and 4, Florida 9 and 4, Mizzou 6 and 5. They went 500 twice. Kentucky 6 and 7, Tennessee 6 and 7, Vanderbilt 2 and 11. Hmm. Stephen Phillips says, Cocktober. What's up, my brother? <clears throat> Bad weekend to be a camel, indeed. Travis said it's a great atmosphere in Athens, Georgia. James Kendall, our entrance is 100 times better than Georgia's. I wish our exit was also. <laughs> James Kendall confirmed Chris is a closet Vol fan. Jesus. One day I'm a Florida fan. The next I'm a, I'm a Tennessee fan. The next I'm a Cincinnati fan. Who knows? Who knows? Well, the next day I'm a Clemson fan. Who knows? <clears throat> Justin Langford, let's make Gunnar Stott and wishy to stay with the Garnet and Black. Lynn Turner, a complaint I've heard about Neyland Stadium is you're packed in like sardines. I've also heard that. It's a very old stadium. Very, very old stadium. Austin Gregory, nothing may be happier than beating Muschamp and Bobo in the same game. Talk about two birds, one stone. Indeed. How about this? Ethan says, <clears throat> dusted off the old PS2 last night and played NCAA 07 with Reggie Bush on the cover. The Gamecocks' top two players were Sidney Rice and Fred Bennett. For some throwback names. Love that. <clears throat> John Ebers says, on paper, this is a better Carolina team than the one that we upset Georgia. John Ebers, this is also a much, much better Georgia team. Uh, let's jump to the phone lines here. From? Dalton, what's going on, my friend? How are you? Can you hear me all right, man? You're You're cutting in and out just a little bit. Hold up. One second. Is that better? That is better, yes. What's going on? Um, first, I'd like to make it known that uh, I am not afraid of losing to any soup uh, or Campbell's. Um, I do not think Campbell is a better team than South Carolina. I do think that we will win the regional, and I'm going to be at every single game that we play in this weekend. So... You know, I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be a fun, a, a good time. But in your opinion, the, as far as um, our chances of getting out of the regional, would you say it's more likely than not? Because most of the handlers think we're time to cook in this regional. Like we're, we're one of the one seeds to get eliminated. Yeah. It's easy to see why that would be. However, you know, I look at our team. Obviously, the Jersey Beck and Noah Hall injury. Dalton, you're cutting in and out on us a little bit again. But I, I will say this to your point. Um, you know, Campbell's getting all the love right now. I, I Really, when you look around D1 baseball and others that just talk college baseball that are talking about this regional you know, they are the hot pick. They are the trendy pick. They're the sexy upset pick as a two seed beating a one seed in their regional. Um, you know, you ask me my confidence level, and I will lock in, by the way, my official prediction for the regional as a whole tomorrow night. I've already made up my mind. 
uh, but I'll save that for tomorrow. But I, I'll just say this, that, you know, I understand what Campbell's done this year. Campbell's a very, very good ball club. I mean, they've got some big-time dudes, some big-time studs. But, yeah, South Carolina top to bottom is a more talented team. And South Carolina should be the favorite in my mind. And to not make them the favorite on their home field. Again, I get that the Gamecocks struggled down the stretch. But they struggled against top-tier SEC competition. The likes of Arkansas, Tennessee, Auburn. Kentucky, all of those teams which are in the postseason and a couple of them are hosting. So, I, you know, and I'm not trying to make excuses for the Gamecocks necessarily because obviously you didn't do what you needed to do, do down the stretch. With that being said, though, yeah, man, I, 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 I go into this weekend very confident that South Carolina can come out a winner. I, I really do. Um, you know, I, I said it before the season. I'll say it again. This team's got talent. If they don't win, it's not on the players. They've got talent to make it happen. Um, I mean, this is a team good enough to get to the next round. Are they good enough to win a Super Regional? I don't know. We'll cross that bridge when we hopefully get to it. But, um, I mean, I, I feel confident overall. I mean, it's not going to be easy. Again, I think Campbell's a really good team. NC State, sneaky good. They've got talent. And even Central Connecticut State, man, they've got an arm in Neiman that you'll probably see on Friday night that if Carolina's not careful, could you get, you, give you some fits. But, you know, if we see this Gamecocks team even return to – 70% of what we saw in the first 40 games, they're by far the best team in the regional. And my question, my next question is, what do you think the addition of some of the guys that we've had out injured, like a Will McGillis, obviously mm -hmm. Cole Messina, went into concussion protocols, uh, you know, in the SEC tournament, but it seems like he'll, he'll be back in the lineup this Friday, which is good. Do you think that that will uh, sort of change our run production? Because it seems to me that, you know, there were only a couple dependable bats in the lineup. Um, you know, Brewer has been having a terrible slump. Uh, you know, he's not a great hitter to begin with. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the, he's down the stretch, he's looked downright bad. Mm -hmm. Evan Stone, as we know, already isn't a great hitter. And then Will Tippett, he's uh, – He's looked good sometimes, but he's very inconsistent at the plate. So what do you think the addition of, of some of these more veteran guys into the lineup like like a uh, Will McGillis, Cole Messina will do uh, to sort of help us produce runs again? Well, it obviously gives you a major boost to your lineup, Dalton. I mean, I, you know, having Cole Messina in there is 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 absolutely pivotal. It's a must, right? Um, you know, if Will McGillis can, can give you some swings, fire off some swings, and he's a quality bat to add. And also, uh, you know, Braylon Wimmer coming back in the field. So, I mean, this is this team is as healthy as it's been since the midway point. But to your point, Dalton, you're talking about these guys coming back. And, I mean, that's all great and everything. But the key Gamecock of the weekend is Ethan Petrie. I, just bottom line. I, I mean, the drop-off right? Or the slump, if you will, it directly correlates with his slump. It directly correlates with his struggles down the stretch. His last home run in SEC play before the SEC tournament came in the Florida series. And guess what? That was the last series Carolina won in SEC play in the regular season. I mean, it's, it's no coincidence. So Ethan Petrie to me is the key Gamecock. He is the guy that in the middle of the lineup just makes this thing go. And I know that it may feel like it's a lot to ask of a true freshman, but at this point in the season, man, you're really not a true freshman anymore. Like with the amount of experience that he has, you're not really a true freshman at this point. So 
he, he's one of your dudes. He's one of your studs. You absolutely need him to be at his best this weekend uh, if you're going to come out of the Columbia Regional victorious. And then as far as the rotation, I know, you know, we already talked about it a little bit, but what do you sort of see the, the pitching rotation setting up uh, like th this weekend? Like, who do you think we should start in game one? Should we go with Matthew Becker or should we go Eli Jones, Becker, and then uh, – or, or Eli Jones, Mahoney, uh, and then Becker after that? Or, or should we switch it up? Because mm. obviously, I mean, Central Connecticut State, no – Flight to them, I'm sure they're they're a pretty good mid-major team. They wouldn't be in the postseason if they weren't. But you know, I, I'm not really looking at Central Connecticut State as a team that I'm I'm super worried about losing to. I'm mainly looking at NC State and Campbell as two mm -hmm. teams where you know you're going to have to play your best baseball to beat them. Um, so you know, setting up the rotation and bullpen, how would you sort of go about it? Yeah, that's a great question. Again, Dalton, we talked about that yesterday. Like, do you save guys? Who do you go with? I, I would, and you know, it's funny seeing that there's a, there's a lot of slap dicks on Twitter who think that they're talking about when it comes to a weekend rotation. And, you know, anyways, um, I would go Eli Jones on Friday. I, I like, here's the thing too. I don't think at this point, like I think when you compare Eli Jones to Jack Mahoney to James Hicks, they're all very comparable. I would move Matthew Becker back to the bullpen. Um, they're all very comparable. Go, so I, I don't think you could really go wrong with any of those three guys. I'd be fine with keeping it Jones, Mahoney, Hicks. I I would be totally fine with that. Again, Kingston's going to play matchups. I think you can fully expect the fact that Kingston's going to play matchups. That's what it's going to come down to. Uh, I would expect, though, Eli Jones to get the baseball on Friday. But I tell you this, Dalton, I will not be surprised if we are surprised at some point in this weekend. Because, again, Mark Kingston, he loves to lean on analytics. He loves to lean on numbers. And when you do that, sometimes there's some unexpected guys that you'll be, you'll, you'll be counting on to step up and, and uh, start a game or throw innings or what have you. So uh, there's a lot of storylines, right, with the Gamecocks pitching staff. It's not as simple as just roll out there one, two, three. It's, you know, who goes in game one? How, how, do, you, how do you use Will Sanders? Like, how do you use Matthew Becker? When does Veach come in? So there's a lot of moving pieces, but I, I would go Eli Jones in game one. Well, do we know if Chris Beach is fully healthy at this point? Because, I mean, obviously in the regular season, he was an elite closer. Mm -hmm. You know, if we get into the eighth, ninth inning, there isn't in a close game, you know, one, one, two run ball game. Uh, I wouldn't want anybody else, you know, coming in to relieve than, than Chris Beach. So do we know if he's fully healthy? To, to come in because, you know, since the Florida series, I haven't really seen him pitch that much mm -hmm. uh, for us. Didn't Chris Veach come in late in the game in the SEC tournament? I thought he did. I thought he came in late in that game, in one of the games. Maybe. I yeah. think he did. As far as Maybe I know, as far as I know, Chris Veach is good to go. I, that's the latest I've heard. He's good to go. I don't think Chris Veach's health should be, should be an issue. Now, again, we never know, but uh, I don't think his health, again, should be an issue. So. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I already got my uh, ticket against uh, Central Connecticut State, and I'm hoping we, uh, you know, get into the second-round winner's bracket. And, you know, whether it's uh, NC State or Campbell, 
I'm, I hope that, you know, we can get some momentum on Friday night and uh, go, go into uh, round two with some confidence and uh, hopefully win this thing and, and go on to the Supers. Founders Park will be rocking indeed all weekend, man, especially if you get that uh, that winner's bracket game Saturday night against either Campbell or NC State. going to be a lot of fun. Dalton, I appreciate the call as always, my guy. Take care. You as well. Yeah, man. Good stuff. Good stuff from Dalton. Good stuff from Dalton for sure. Uh, guys, talk to my friend Mike Gillespie of ABC Columbia. Um, talk with Mike Gillespie. He's saying that this afternoon sometime we should find out when the Gamecocks and Tar Heels will play in week one and when Carolina and Furman will play in week two. So we should have kickoff times for the first two weeks sometime this afternoon. Uh, let's get back into your questions, guys. Um, let's see. Let's see. Where did the questions I wanted to get into go? Lynn Turner says, Campbell, here we go. Campbell does not recruit many freshmen. They pick up a lot of JUCO players that were originally D1 recruits. Well, that definitely helps. That definitely helps. Here we go, Gamecock Fanatic. If you were Mark Kingston, who would you start and save pitching-wise on Friday? I, I would start Eli Jones, Gamecock Fanatic. I, I would start Eli Jones. I, I would. Um, again, the good news is this. like of, of, of Eli Jones, Mahoney, and Hicks, like, I think all three are very comparable. So I don't think you can go wrong with any of those three. Um I would save Jack Mahoney for game two. It's not even really save him. I just think Eli Jones has been your game one guy. I think he's more than capable of giving you a high-quality start. And I, I would go with him in game one. And I would go with Jack Mahoney in game two. Again, some of it's going to depend on the matchups and stuff like that. But, you know, I think Jack Mahoney matches up against damn near everybody, anybody really, really well. So, uh, let's see. Travis says, Coach Ford and Coleman probably only want to talk about football. They're vacationing probably. Uh, let's see. Lynn Turner said, you almost lost me. I don't use Google, but I created a login just for you. I don't use it for anything else. Well, Lynn Turner, thank you so much for doing that. Thank you. Thank you. Lynn Turner, Campbell needs to be worried about beating NC State first. Yeah, I mean, again, guys, you probably heard it. Uh, Campbell's confident. I mean, their, their fans are confident. Who knew there, were, there was a large contingency of Campbell fans? But, you know, they're confident coming in the regional. They feel good about their team. They feel like they got... They got snubbed, if you will, and, uh, you know, maybe they're right. Maybe they did. They'll have a chance to prove that. Um, they'll have a chance to prove that. So, you know, we shall see. But, uh, yeah, we shall see. Lynn Turner, Messina, <clears throat> excuse me, behind the plate is just as important as Messina with the bat. Indeed. No, the way, the way that Cole Messina manages this pitching staff may be the most underrated aspect of this baseball team like the way he's able to manage the pitching staff is incredible <clears throat> will hall we're definitely currently in the best shape we've been in a while looking forward to seeing how things fall into place austin gregory power rank the following pitchers veach becker jones and austin i would go eli jones so we're going everybody's healthy eli jones Chris Veach, Matthew Becker, Kate Austin. That's where I would go. That's how I'd fall. Gamecock Fanatic, I'll be going to the Campbell-NC State game. Hope to see a good game. That's awesome. You know, I thought about it, Gamecock Fanatic. We've obviously got TDC. we got my guy Jake Crane coming on in the second hour. I mean, I'll ask you guys this. Would you rather... <laughs> I'll ask you guys this. I, I know what the answer is going to be, but I was going to say, would you rather just end the show right after Jake Crane so we can go watch... Campbell and NC State, because I tell you, I'll be I'll be highly intrigued to see what happens in that game. 
I will be highly intrigued. Um, you know, I figured we just rock and do our thing with TDC as normal on Friday, but they do play. There's a lot of college baseball, and they do play at 1 o'clock. So, I mean, we could technically wrap it up early and go watch college baseball. So, I don't know. Up to you guys. I, I you know what, You know what I will say this? Friday, it'll be a feel-it-out type situation. We're going to have Jake Crane on at 115, probably to 145 or 140. We'll go into a break, and uh, we'll just kind of go from there. We'll, we'll see what the crowd is like. If you guys are engaging and we're having a great conversation, we'll keep it going. But you know what? If it's slow and people are like, hey, we're going to go watch college baseball, then we'll just do that. So we may end at 2 o'clock Friday. I don't know yet. Uh, just to get to the baseball and all that good stuff. But yeah, Austin Gregory says, what a weekend to be in the BCC. Yes, what a weekend indeed, Austin. Be sure to join patreon.com slash Club. Patreon.com slash Club. We will be streaming all of the baseball in there this weekend. All the baseball. We'll have it in there this weekend. Really excited and looking forward to it. Um, yeah, so you guys check it out. Join today, patreon.com slash Club. Going to be a lot of fun. Going to be a lot of fun for sure. Mm-mm-mm. Will Hall, I'm down to keep the power hour and throw out some score updates. Hey, that, that'd be fun too. That'd be fun too. Yeah, that'd be fun. Hey, Clemson plays, uh, what, Lipscomb, I guess, at 1 o'clock on, on Friday. So, there'll be a lot of great college baseball going down, man. A lot of great college baseball. So, yeah, it's going to be a ton of fun. Ton of fun. Mm-mm-mm. Our guy AUPPL throughout his regional graphic. I guess this doesn't have start times on it. This is just like the field itself. Um, let's see. Let's see. I wonder if there's a college baseball schedule. There's a, a, a schedule or not. <laughs> There's a baseball betting guide if you need that. I don't know. Hmm. Anyways, tons of games, though. Tons of games. Lynn Turner says, I have to watch NC State and Campbell. Uh, you said your husband went to NC State. Okay, very good. That'll be a good game, too, man. That'll be a good game, too. That'll be a really, really good game. So. Mm-mm-mm. I'm really tempted to give you guys this announcement right now for the Big Cock Club because I'm just... I'm uh I'm anxious to share it with you all. And again, it's it's not something huge. I, I you know, I, I won't say it's like well, I mean it's a big deal. Let me not undersell it. It it is a very, very big deal for sure. Uh it's a very big deal for sure, and something that again is going to positively impact those who are currently in a big cock club, but also those who want to join uh as well. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll wait on it. I'll wait on it. Cause I, I yeah, I'll, I'll wait on it. We'll, we'll wait till Friday. I'm, I'm going to be patient. Anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-337. My guy, Eric Reese, what's going on? He said, what's the number one thing you want to see the Gamecocks do this weekend? Hitting, pitching, fielding, 
Um, the number one thing that I want to see South Carolina do this week, and Eric, outside of win, right? That's the easy answer. You know, I want to see South Carolina be a tougher out. That's it. I want to see Carolina be a tougher out. You know, I feel like in this slump, it's we've kind of gotten back to it's either feast or famine. It's it's home run or strikeout. I, I want to see this lineup be stingy, even if you get out, man, just like, you know, dragging it bats on, making it a 7, 8, 9, 10 pitch at bat. Um, you know, being able to be productive if the home run's not there, forcing the issue, putting pressure on the defense. That's what I want to see from this Yardcocks team. I, you know, I, I think the fielding will be fine. I think the pitching will be good. But the hitting side, that's the big question. And I also want to see this team play with a real edge about them at home. I want to see this team play with a swagger, with a moxie. Kind of, I want to see this team play pissed off. I, I really do. Dude, you're, you're, think about it. You are at home. You are the one seed in your regional at Founders Park, and everybody is picking Campbell to win this thing. All due respect to the Campbell Campbells. Who have they played? Like, what have they done? Dominated the Big South? Whoop-dee-doo. Carolina was dominating the SEC. So I want to see the Gamecocks take that personally. I, I, I really do. I want to see this ball club take that personally and force the issue and put their foot down and shove it up somebody's ass and make a statement. Because I think Carolina's got just as much to prove, if not more, than Campbell does. Really, truly. Everybody wants, wants to hype this up as Campbell's being disrespected. Well, what about Carolina? They're not being disrespected, you don't think? that They're not being disrespected? Carolina at one time was thought of as the best team in college baseball. Sure, sure, they got cold down the stretch. But to insinuate that the Campbell Camels of the Big South deserve to host over South Carolina of the SEC? Are you joking? Are you kidding? Come on, man. And so, someone will be proven right this weekend. But I think the Gamecocks are being as disrespected as anybody right now. There's no one seed probably taking more of a beating than Carolina right now. Everybody's riding the Campbell bandwagon. Well, I want to see the Gamecocks put their foot down again, shove it up somebody's ass and say, let's let's go. Let's go play. And show everybody why we're the one seed. Why Carolina baseball, like we're, why we're in this position. We're the one seed. We're supposed to be hosting. We got cold for a while. That wasn't us. That wasn't us. That team you saw in the first 40 games, that was us. So go out there and make a statement, man, and prove. Prove that you are that team from the first 40 games. Bottom line. And if you don't do that, if you don't do that, and, you know, we haven't gotten into this yet, maybe more of it on the other side because we're about to jump into a break. But if you don't do that, if you don't make it out of your regional, Mark Kingston should be gone by Monday. South Carolina, North Carolina, in the season opener, is set for a night game at Bank of America Stadium. Gamecocks and Tar Heels will do battle under the lights, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on ABC. How about that? National TV at night, South Carolina, North Carolina, night game against the Heels. Also, of course, we already know week two against Furman is at, or excuse me, week two, week three against Georgia, we know is at 3.30 
on CBS. Week two against Furman is announced as well. Night game for the home opener, 7.30 on SEC Network Plus. So that'll be the only thing people don't like, but a night game. Either way, SEC Network Plus Gamecocks take on the Furman Paladins, a 7.30 kickoff at night. How about that? Back-to-back night games to kick off the 2023 football season. Huge news as we continue to count down the days until kickoff. Love to see it. I know folks are really, really excited. 7.30 kickoff, night game to kick it off. That'll be a lot of fun, man. That'll be a lot of fun for sure. And the call-in shows after those games will be popping. There is no doubt. Will be popping. Um, Let's see. All right. Let's get back into your questions. Let's get back into your questions. Austin Gregory said, Campbell's better known for chicken noodle soup than baseball. Yeah, indeed. That's a good point. John Edward, breaking night game against UNC. Yes, sir. Joseph, 730 UNC. Austin Gregory, you can't knock UNC's lights out unless they turn them on. Bring on the night game for sure. That's awesome. And then 730 under the lights as well. So back-to-back weeks, Gamecocks will play at 730 Eastern time. Going to be a lot of fun. Going to be a lot of fun for sure. Looking forward to that. Um. Austin Gregory says, South Carolina fans residing in South Carolina can easily attend 10 games this year. Everything is a reasonable outside of Missouri and A&M. Neyland, Athens, and seven home games are all doable. You're right. Hey, you are right. They're all doable, no doubt. It's all a reasonable drive. Hayden U. Hayden Uzelak just says, boom. Ethan, you got Lindy's Magazine. Where did you get it, Ethan? Ethan, where did you get the magazine? God, I am sleeping out here, man. How about that? I'm 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 fast asleep. What am I doing? Ethan, please share with me where you got the magazine. Uh Lynn Turner, don't like noon games in cola in September. The sun's brutal. Woohoo! Yeah. Dude, thank goodness. Thank goodness. Yes, James Kendall Furman is also a 7:30 kickoff on SEC Network Plus. You know, that sounds like a really, really good game James Kendall to do a watch party at Carolina Alehouse Somerville just to exercise some demons I know it's a night game but we got to exercise some demons at Carolina Alehouse Somerville man no doubt that's awesome man dude I, t- I tell you this too I-, I don't know what it is who we're paying off I-, I don't know what's going on but dude we are getting we we are getting very very fortunate with all these night games I mean it's Thank goodness. Thank goodness, man. I'm happy to see it. I know we're all happy to see it. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's just like, dang, like we're, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're getting shined on favorably when it comes to these kickoff times, you know, not, a, not a lot of noon kickoff times in the Shane Beamer era. Not a ton, not a ton. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So very happy about it and very excited to see it. Let's see. James Kennel says, I'll be in Willie B. I hear you now. I'm just joking. We're not, we're not going to throw a watch party for a home game, my friend. We're not going to throw a watch party for a home game. Uh, let's see. Chris Miller just took a look at ESPN. They have us going two and six to start the season. No way in hell that happens. Are you talking, Chris, the ESPN FPI, or are you talking other predictions out there I was unaware of? Like, what are, what are, you, uh, what are you talking about specifically? Anyways, guys, in case you missed it, the big news, South Carolina, North Carolina is officially a night game. Gamecocks and Tar Heels will kick off at 7.30 on ABC, so a nationally televised game. That'll be a fun one, too. Man. I mean, that is that is truly one of the best games of week one. I mean, it really is. Taking the, Even just taking the bias out, man, there's so many intriguing storylines. You have two great quarterbacks, uh, two programs who desperately need to win that first game, two new offensive coordinators. These two teams are very similar. I mean, there's a reason why you're seeing the line at a pick em or or one point or what have you. So, um, yeah, yeah, there, there's a reason why that line sits at what it is. So, um, okay, based off FPI, yeah, FPI is BS, man. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't put much stock in the FPI for sure. So, I see Austin Gregory saying he got it from Lindy. I'm, I'm, I'm actually serious, Austin. I'd like to get Lindy's magazine. I did not see it yesterday in Publix, though. I did not see it in Publix. I, I must have missed it. I don't know. I'll, I'll go back today and look because I, I want to get that magazine. For sure. Got to get that magazine. Got to get that magazine. No doubt. Got to get the mag. Got to get the mag. Anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377. We had a text here. Uh, Beamer seems to be a great guy, able to recruit outside of the traditional areas because of his ties to the ACC from his dad and his coaching days in Oklahoma. <clears throat> on top of that, he seems to be more savvy with the transfer portal than some other coaches. I think he has us on a good trajectory. I also think Shane Beamer's got Gamecocks football on a good trajectory. Indeed, I agree with you. I agree with you 110%. 
Apparently, the Cheez-It Bowl is now the Pop-Tarts Bowl. <laughs> It'll be played Thursday, December the 28th at 5.45 p.m. Eastern Time. I tell you this. People say there's too many bowl games. You just hate fun. If, if you think there's too many bowl games, you hate fun. Because there are a few things better than that time of year. You know, it's the Christmas time or whatever, New Year's around the corner. And you got all these bowl games, just endless football. You know, you, you cut one other time of year. It's it's a random Tuesday at 3 o'clock, and you cut on your TV, and you got college football to watch. So it's just incredible. It's incredible, man. I love it. How about some real Carolina merch, by the way? I shouldn't be probably spoiling... Shouldn't be spoiling merch plans, but how about that? Big news. Night games to start off the year. How about it, man? How about it? Here we go. Week one on SEC. Week zero and one. Early season SEC football TV schedule. Hawaii at Vanderbilt, Saturday, August the 26th at 7.30, a night game. How about this? Thursday, August the 31st, South Dakota at Mizzou, 8 o'clock Eastern. I guess these are all on SEC Network or SEC Network Plus because Florida and uh, Utah play on Thursday night as well. On that Saturday, September the 2nd, yeah, because they don't include the Gamecocks game here. Uh, You got Ball State at Kentucky at noon, Mercer at Ole Miss at 2 p.m., Southeast Louisiana at Mississippi State at 4. Western Carolina at Arkansas at 4. UT Martin at Georgia at 6. Alabama A&M at Vandy at 7. And Middle Tennessee at Alabama at 7. Dude, the week one schedule in the SEC is trash. The week one schedule in the SEC, outside of Carolina, North Carolina, and LSU and Florida State, those are the only two games, like, really worth a damn. Uh, week two, you got Ball State at Georgia at noon. Austin, and again, these are just games on the SEC Network uh, channels, if you will. Ball State at Georgia at noon. Austin, PA at Tennessee, TBD. Eastern Kentucky at Kentucky at three. Kent State at Arkansas. Dude, these teams are playing nobody. Middle Tennessee at Mizzou at seven. Arizona at Mississippi State at 730. That's a good game. Furman at South Carolina at 730. And Grambling at LSU at 730 as well. I mean, dude, it's just trash. Like, Jesus. Week three, of course, the Gamecocks take on Georgia this week. The other games, at least on the SEC Network channels, Kansas State at Mizzou at noon. That'll be a good one. UL Moreau at Texas A&M at four. Samford at Auburn at seven. And then Georgia Tech at Ole Miss at 7.30. And, I mean, I guess I just didn't realize, like, how many cupcakes there are because, like, well, that's all it is on the SEC Network the first three weeks. I mean, my God, nobody's playing anybody. You know, like what in the world? Chris Miller, how about the 2024 blue chip ratio being number two in the nation behind Alabama? How about it, Chris? How about it? Yeah, Shane Beamer is doing work on the recruiting trail. Travi, yes. ABC for South Carolina, North Carolina. ABC is where they'll be televised. Uh, the game against Furman will be SEC Network Plus. But national TV for week one. Austin Gregory, if we make a push for the SEC East, are we rocking with Beam Team or Shane Train? 
Well, I've got a shirt already, Austin Gregory, that says All Aboard the Shane Train. It didn't do quite as well as I thought it would because Beamer Ball took over. But I've got All Aboard the Shane Train. But, guys, I think Beamer Ball, Beamer Ball to the moon, that's going to be the overriding slogan, man. That's going to be the the overriding slogan. That's going to be the overriding slogan. So, um, let's see. Jonathan Lee says, or Carolina Alehouse, Greenville. I don't know what our plans are yet. I don't know what our plans are yet. We're actually working right now with Carolina Alehouse to, to reconfigure and reconstruct our partnership. Um, all I know is this, guys. I'm going to be doing a post-game call-in show after every single show. After Excuse after every show. I'm going to be doing a post-game call-in show after every single game. Okay? Every single game. So whether I'm at Carolina Alehouse, I'm in the studio, whatever, I am going to be doing that. That is a fact. Even if I was at the game, that is happening. 110%. That's happening. We are doing that post-game call-in show. It makes too much sense. It's it's too valuable for business not to do it. Uh, and so that is how we will operate. So I, I don't exactly know, to be honest with you guys, what the football season looks like for yours truly. I don't know exactly where we're going to be. Um, you know, I think there's a good chance we're, we're back with Carolina Alehouse, but I'm not 100% on it. I'll be totally honest with you. I'm not 100%. So, um, yeah, we shall see, and I will keep you updated with our plans. But I cannot say – with 110% certainty that that'll be happening. So, anyways, guys, your reactions. Carolina, North Carolina, a 7.30 kickoff. 7.30 kickoff. Um... On ABC, week two against Furman. Also a 7.30 kickoff on SEC Network Plus. So, exciting stuff, man. It's just, you know, you, you know you're getting closer to the college football season when you start to get these kickoff times and, and find out when we're playing and all that good stuff, man. It's just really, really exciting. Ton of fun. So, uh, really looking forward to it. We got a long way to go, obviously. 94 days on our countdown, which I'm sure many of you saw the countdown drop this morning. Those countdown videos are always a blast for me to post because it's just like, one day closer, one day closer, one day closer. And then before you know it, there's 30 days left, and there's a week left, and then before you know it, it's kickoff. So it's a lot of fun. Really, really good stuff. Really, really good stuff. Um, Let's see. Austin Gregory, did the Spurs Up slogan come from your show, or did you name the show after the slogan? No, it it did not come. I, I did not create the Spurs Up slogan, Austin Gregory. The Spurs Up slogan did not come from the show. No, the Spurs Up was a thing. See, a lot of people thought it was just a Muschamp thing. It was actually a thing before Will Muschamp. It wasn't said a ton. Will Muschamp obviously made it popular, but uh, no, I I I I saw that slogan and created the show name. I was kind of going through. You know, it was funny too how quickly the Spurs Up show came about in the sense of like there were no other names for the podcast. Like I remember just sitting there, and obviously we got like zero followers at this point, so there's no pressure or anything. We're just like, what about the Spurs Up show? I don't know. It just it just rolled off the tongue. It just worked. I never expected, oh, because we can we can acronym it TSUS. We can do this with it, do that with it. It was just the Spurs Up show. Just it. So um, it just worked. You know what I mean? So anyways, now I, I did not create the Spurs Up slogan. Though. Of the South Carolina football season are officially set from a kickoff time and network Standpoint, Gamecocks will take on UNC week one, 7.30, a night game in Charlotte on ABC. Week two, another night game for the home opener, 7.30 yet again, SEC Network Plus. And then, of course, week three, as we knew, 3.30 on CBS against the Georgia 
Bulldogs. So, hey, like I said, when those kickoff times drop, man, you know it's just around the corner. And I know we cannot wait for kickoff yet again. But in the meantime, 843 That's 843-790-3377. We'd love to hear from you all. Your questions, your comments, and your calls. How you feeling? How are you feeling? Uh, just a couple of days. Just a couple of days before. Just a couple of days before the regional begins. The Columbia Regional. Gamecocks, Campbell, NC State, and Central Connecticut State will all fight for the right to advance and go to the Super Regional Round as the road to Omaha gets underway. Really, really excited for it. Really, really excited for this weekend. Looking forward to a lot of uh, a weekend packed action at Founders Park. Yeah, great baseball, Founders. So, uh, GA said, do the call-in show from Woodruff Road with their phenomenal Wi-Fi. I hear you. <laughs> The homie Lamont is cooking, it seems, per Brennan M. Okay, hopefully he cooks. Hope, hopefully he cooks. Austin Gregory, the loser of the Pop-Tarts Bowls, you have to eat unfrosted Pop-Tarts. How about that? I, why not? Do it. Will Hall, what stoner is in charge of the naming rights of that bowl? I have no idea, my friend, but the Pop-Tarts Bowl is officially... A thing now. Austin Gregory, we need to make a serious push to get Mike Yuva back in Soda City. I thought Mike was there. Honestly, I have no idea. I haven't talked to the dude probably in over a year, so I have no clue. But uh, I thought he was back in Columbia. I have no idea. No clue. I think he goes back and forth, if I had to guess. But I, I genuinely, guys, have no idea. That's just my best guess. Um, Let's see. Georgia is getting a night game at home for the first time in two years good lord that's crazy that's wild dude that is i mean that's that's just disrespectful dude if you're if you're georgia that's wild how about tennessee florida is a night game in the swamp seven o'clock on espn uh major college football matchups on espn and abc and they somehow leave off the gamecocks i have no idea LSU-Florida State, that is the Sunday night game, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on ABC. Texas at Alabama, September the 9th at 7 o'clock on ESPN. Tennessee-Florida, 7 o'clock, ESPN. Oklahoma-Texas is TBD, but they're on ABC. Stanford at Colorado, 10 o'clock Eastern kick on ESPN, October the 13th. And Notre Dame at Sucks, November the 4th. TBD on the kickoff time, but that game is also on ABC. Why do you not include Carolina, North Carolina? I have no idea. Anyways, let's see. Mm-mm. Here we go. Let's go ahead and jump to the phone lines. From Robbie Davis, Zach Hall of Famer. Robbie, what's going on, my friend? How are you? Um, I'm doing pretty good. Still a little under the weather, but I'm feeling a lot better than I was yesterday. That's for sure. I love to hear it, my friend. Love to hear that. But um, I love that the time that some of the times are coming out now. Seven thirty kick for UNC. And I honestly, if I had to choose between going to a day game or a night game, I love going to night games. Because 
and I've been to day games too at South Carolina. The atmosphere is a whole nother animal whenever it comes to night games at Willie B. Mm-hmm. And it's like you set foot into Willie B at night with that crowd going and them lights and every like the, the culture that Beamer is building there. May God have mercy on anything that goes up in there because our fans will not have mercy on any opposing team that sets foot in the Willie B this season at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gamecock Nation will definitely be bringing it for sure. And, I, you know, I think it'll be uh, probably a pretty even 50-50 split week one in Charlotte. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean, w- oh, yeah. Willie, Willie B yeah. at night is, is right up there with some of the best environments, if not the best, in college football. And like I've said before, the best environment that I've been in at a night game at Willie B was absolutely last year at A&M or, or against A&M. Was I expecting us to win in my heart of hearts? Yes. Did I think we were going to win in my heart of hearts? Probably not. But we just for that game and for the Tennessee game and for the Clemson game, it, it, it something clicked and it was just, it was, it was magical. Those three, those last couple of weeks of the season. And I has, has the spread gone up or gone down at all for the UNC game or is it still the same? I, I think it's a pick em. I believe it is a pick em. So if anything, it's actually come down a little bit. Um, because I think at one point it was UNC one and a half. So it's floating right around a pick I would say. It really just depends on which sports book you look at. But And I, I, I definitely think that <clears throat> we're going to have ourselves – we're obviously going to have a tough schedule. Our schedule is tough every year. And we just got to just – Show up and play, doggone it. When we, we, we played with kind of like a underdog mentality for the back half of the season last year, and respect is not given whenever it comes to sports. Respect is earned, and you want to earn some respect? You go into College Station – against A&M this year and do the same thing you did against A&M last season, you'll start getting respect. If you somehow go into Athens and not get both, not get the crap beat out of you for four quarters, at least make it look decent, that'll get some respect. And beat the living dog mess out of teams that you're supposed to beat or just win by any means necessary. Mm-hmm. Because winning will prove that, like, hey, something's changing in COLA and y'all ain't even paying attention, and it's right in front of you. So. I love it, Robbie. You got me You got me I mean, fired up, my guy. You got me fired up, ready to go. And go into Neyland Stadium and show that that 63-38 to 38 win was not a fluke.
Indeed. Because I'm pretty sure nobody's going nobody's gonna to give us a chance to go into, go into College Station and win. No one's going to give us a chance to go into Neyland Stadium and win. Nobody's going to give us a chance to go into Sanford Stadium and, and beat Georgia. But who gives a – Lord, I'm sorry. But who gives a damn, okay? Because I certainly don't. Because mm-hmm. like I always say, you still got to go out there and play the damn game, okay? On paper, don't mean squat once the season starts. Go out there, freaking just win and get it done. Because if you win, you'll start getting, if you win games, you start getting respect. And the more games you win, the more respect you get. And we've got to do that this coming season. Very well Show said, my friend. Five record was not a fluke. Very well said. Show that the eight and five record wasn't a fluke, and that gummit somehow showed that that loss to Notre Dame was absolute. That was that was a fluke because, in my opinion, we should have won that freaking game. Okay, and, and even though we don't play Notre Dame, but we need to show that we're on the up and up, and there, there no one's no one's going to get in our way to get it to for us to get to where we want to be, and for where Beamer wants us to be. <clears throat> well, Robbie, go you, ahead. Yeah. All them idiots keep keep go ahead and keep doubting Beamer. Go ahead. You're going to be eating your words probably sooner rather than later. That's all I got. What did you want to say? I'm just saying you've got the chat fired up, my man. You got the chat fired up. So, we'll have to get this message over to Shane Beamer and the Gamecocks cuz uh I'm ready to run through a brick wall. So, and I will definitely have my prediction for the weekend for the baseball team for you tomorrow for sure. I'm still thinking about it. I'm, I'm still like thinking on it a little bit. Yeah, no, I got you. Hey, take but, your time. But uh, you have a great rest of the show. And uh, as always, leave the dumb stuff to me. Go to hell with Clemson. I love it, Robbie. I appreciate you, my friend. All right, buddy. Have a good one. Yeah, man. You too. Great stuff from Robbie Davis. How about it? Great stuff from Robbie Davis. <laughs> Robbie got the whole chat fired up, man. Robbie got the whole chat fired up. Uh, let's see. Robbie Davis over under seven minutes. He went just over, Frank. Football, Frank, just over. Eric Reese says, lost my voice from the first 15 seconds of that AM game last year. Insane. I will tell you, man, admittedly, so here's a funny story for you. I was not in the building. I was in Columbia, but not in the building for 2012 Georgia. Came to that game with a couple of buddies of mine, guys I used to be friends with, and uh, we we rode together. And the tickets were so expensive that, and at that time, of course, man, I'm, I'm broke. I'm 21, just college kid, have no money practically. We went to game day that morning and, you know, all rode together, whatever. And we were trying to put our money all together to get tickets. And basically, we had like 300 amongst the three of us. I mean, we were broke, broke. And they found, they they broke off and went and walked without me or whatever. They found two tickets for, I think, 250 or 225 or something like that. Ended up buying two tickets. 
gave me the $75 or whatever. Like, hey, here you go. You're on your own to find a ticket. And I could not find one. So I actually watched that game outside in the fairgrounds. Watched that game in the fairgrounds. So I didn't really get to experience it firsthand at how loud it was. I really didn't. It was crazy. Crazy to think about that, but I didn't. Um, That game last year against a and that, that that opening kickoff, I mean, that's that's one of the loudest I've ever heard it. That, that's one of the loudest I've ever heard Willie Bean. That, that was incredible. That was incredible. Lynn Turner, best home atmosphere ever for me was the Ole Miss birth of Sandstorm. That game was crazy fun. I was at that game, Lynn. That was actually, that was a blast. That was a blast. Will Hall says, one of my favorites was the Kentucky game where Eric Norwood took two fumbles of the house. What a great game to be at. Indeed. But he says, 2012 Georgia easily was the best game I've ever attended. Gavin says that we need Robbie giving the pregame speeches. I would agree with you. Hayden Yu says, Robbie speaking facts. Austin Gregory, it was a pleasure betting with Frank Sportsbook. Where do I collect my winnings? I'd like to cash out. Frank in here making bets in the chat. I love it. I love it. Making bets in the chat. Gamecocks opening with a pair of night games in the 2023 football season. Week one against UNC, 7.30 kick on ABC in Charlotte. And week two, 7.30 kick under the lights at Willie B on SEC Network Plus. Guys, hey, before you know it, before you know it, we'll get into the season simulation series. Before you know it, that's going to be here. Cannot wait for that. It's always a lot of fun. Um, I was thinking about it. When, you know, last year we did it right up to kickoff. I think I'm going to start a little bit earlier this time around, a little bit earlier. Um, our guy over at SG1 Sports, he has not added the freshman. Really, the only freshman probably need to add, I mean, probably Desmond Umiazulu, but also Nicholas Harbor. So he hasn't added the freshman. That's why I haven't. And also, we're in the midst of baseball. I'm, I, I don't want to start. I don't want to start any offseason content until baseball has concluded. You know, it's crazy. I mean, I, you know, the guys over at that SEC podcast, Michael Bratton, they do a great job. There's some others as well. But, like, I think to myself, I'm like, I can't imagine – I know football's king. I understand it. I know football moves the needle. But from the content perspective, and I understand if you're covering all 14 teams, it's about to be 16 teams. If you're covering all those teams, like you never run into things to talk about even when it's football. But like, dude, there's so much fun in covering and watching baseball and even basketball. It's like when you only talk football, I don't know, man. I mean, I think you miss out on a lot of the fun, really, truly. Because every sport has... Every sport has its its things that make it special. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I, I would never only want to just cover football. I, I just wouldn't. I mean, again, it moves the needle. There's no question. And there's nothing like creating content during football season. I mean, there's nothing like it. But, I mean, you got to appreciate the seasons for sure. You really do. You really do. So, um, let's see. Yeah. No, yeah. Okay. I was wondering what Brendan was talking about. Yeah, it's just they – they lo- I, I forget. They didn't really abandon me. I think I was at a tailgate. And they ended up walking. I don't know exactly what happened, Brendan, but we got split up. And uh, yeah. Will Hall says, Chris, 2012 Georgia, three of us bought tickets for $400. Two ended up being bogus. Wow. I got in and fortunately knew one of the ticket takers, got to him, and he was able to get them in. Wow. That's crazy. That's, dude, that sucks. That just sucks people are like that. You know, fake tickets. It's just brutal. 
Anyways, let's jump back to the phone lines. Call from Frank. Frank, what's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, what's up, pal? How you doing? I'm doing fantastic, man. 94 days till kickoff, so I'm excited. 94 days. I'm loving it. <laughs> now I know I owe Austin a bagel for hitting the over. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, and I was going to say, too, now you don't have to call in and say like 160 days or anything like that. Now we're officially in the – we're in countdown season. I think we're officially in countdown season, so. Double digits. Yeah. Double digits. I, I just wanted to throw a little bit of realism out at us boys in here. Uh, I keep hearing all this talk about the nine and something record and mm. Tennessee. We beat Clemson. Yeah, you listen, let's go back and refresh our memory. We lost to Arkansas, Florida, and Missouri. So we got to start taking care of business. But anyway, if everybody was so hot, now that we're on the sports book, if everybody was so hot on that record, we'd be hitting seasons hard with that six point. That's six win over under. Yeah, I mean, I'd say if you're that confident, like a nine win season, man, you ought to go to Vegas and just rob them. Because I mean, that 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 over under total of six is just free money in that case. So, um, and I and yeah, I'll even I, I and I'll even say that. I I think the over is the play with Carolina. I, I I do not spoil any of my predictions or anything like that, but I think the over is the play. I, I I just you know, especially if you get into that six number, it's just really hard for me to fathom that Carolina is going to go five and seven. I, I just I mean, that to me would be ultimate disaster type of year. And you got a half a point. You got a half a point to play with. You're not going to lose the bet unless they only win five. Right. So six is a push. And what everybody screaming and yelling about how great we are and how many wins we're going to get this season, I don't see guys lining up at the desk to get that <laughs> ticket. Yeah. yeah. So we're all talking like nine wins, ten wins. Well, how about we – you know, you go throw a G on the six point over and, uh, you know, clap all the way to the bank. Put, put your money where your mouth is, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I keep, I, all I keep hearing about is how we beat up Tennessee and how we beat up Clemson. And, and I don't hear anybody talking about how much money they got on the over. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's different, man. It's different when you're putting that cash down. It's a little bit different. Here's the, here's the thing you only lose the bet. If we win five, mm-hmm. they're giving you six as a push. So I, I just don't see how uh, how all us uh, hardened fans aren't aren't walking over to the desk and dropping yeah. a couple of bucks on it. Yeah, no, do for sure. Like I said, I, I think Carolina over six. Uh, you heard Barrett Salee say it. I mean, I, I've listen. I've heard. I guess what's scary, kind of Frank, is this. I've heard nobody say take the under. Nobody. You know what I mean? So it's like everybody's just no-brainer on Carolina over six, over six and a half. Um, and it, that's kind of scary, right? That's kind of, you know, normally when the public is all the way on one side, the other side will hit. But I, I just, I really struggle to see a path. I mean, it, listen, if Carolina were to go five and seven, in my opinion, they definitely lost to UNC. But I think they probably lost to like Vandy. Like, honestly, I think that like an upset like that would have to happen. And I just... I don't know, man. I mean, I, I it's tough to predict that. Oh, I don't, I don't notice. I mean, you know, losses to me too. Like, again, look, I, with this games we should lose and there's games we should win. And, you know, everybody's going back to that Florida game when, you know, you don't mind losing to Florida. Mm-hmm. You don't want to lose 30 to six. Right. You know, so 
some wins are wins, some loss are losses. We got to pick one out. Eight and four for me, like I said a thousand times already. Mm-hmm. I'm taking eight and four, hoping for a bowl win, and walking away happy. You know, so again, every time I keep hearing about these nine win season, this ten win season, and then nobody, and I'm, I don't hear anybody talking about how what a lot the over is. You know, I'm wondering, uh, you know, if anybody's going to ever put their money where their mouth is. Yeah, I I would sign up for eight and four right now, my friend. I really would. Yeah, I'm hoping for that. Mm-hmm. If I we go seven, if we go seven and five, uh, you know, nobody's going to be, you know, I'm not going to be too. I'll be I'll be disappointed, but then we're gonna, you know, hopefully we get to a bowl game we can win. Then we're eight and five, you know, like the, like previous year. But uh, you know. You, you you get eight wins again. You're going to end up in a good bowl game again, and then maybe the next step is to just go eight and four and win the bowl. Yeah, I, I think showing that consistency, Frank, re reestablishing a new floor. I, I think you do that if you get to eight wins. I think that's the goal. Yeah, I I don't even know what people would have been saying had we beat Notre Dame. They'd be <laughs> they'd be out there screaming about a ten win season. Right I now. I think so. I mean, listen, there were listen, Frank. There were people last year picking ten and two. So I mean. If you thought that team yeah, last year was going to win 10 games, I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I'm sure they were all set straight after the you know, first couple of games. But, you know, uh, and the only way we're getting the only way we're getting a double digit win is to is to win in week three. So, uh, you know, that that's that's going to we're going to have to we're going to have to crush some big time teams. So, so that's either either Tennessee or Georgia. That's the only way we'll get a 10 win season. Uh, you know, so, and I'm not afraid I'm not going to put any money on that. Mm. For sure. We'll see, man. Right, you, man. Ne- you never know. You never know, frankly. Uh, the countdown continues, my friend. It'll be here before we know it. Let's all get out there. Let's get that, uh, <laughs> let's get that money on that over. That's, Dude, that that's, over six. Let's go throw the cash down. I agree with you. Yeah, so we, we win the bet, and then hopefully win a couple extra games on top of that, and everybody be happy. <laughs> we'll all meet up in a bowl game in Florida somewhere. Indeed. Indeed. I love that plan. Frank, I appreciate you calling in as always, my friend. Always a pleasure to chat with you. Take care. Have a great day. Yeah, man. You too. Anyways, we are continuing to to rock here on this Wednesday, May the 31st, 2023. Really excited for this weekend, of course, the Gamecocks baseball taking place. And, yep, with that being said, let's go ahead and jump back to the phone lines. Call from... Will from Dirty Murdoch. Will, what's going on, my friend? How are you? Good, man. Just enjoying this uh, nice day of weather. Working. Uh, how about you? I doing, dude. Doing well, man. Doing well. I appreciate you asking. What's going on? So I wanted to call and do a little devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. Um, since we're so positive on Game Talk Day today, I got to bring it. I got to bring it down <laughs> a little bit. <clears throat> let me first, let me first say that, that I think that we could win eight or nine games if things go our way and we play up to our potential this year. But let me take it back for a second and 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 say there is a way that we could get to five and seven that wouldn't be crazy. If you just look, take a look at the first five games of the season, we're we're probably favored in what maybe two of those games. You're yeah, not favored I, against North Carolina, even though it's right. close. You know. You're not favored against Georgia, obviously. You're not going to be favored against Tennessee. You might be favored against Mississippi State, depending on what has happened at that point in the season. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then so Furman's an FCS game. Crazy. So, yeah. Yeah, 
Yeah, obviously. But it's not crazy to think that we start out one and three, two and three, something like you know what I mean. Like that, that wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility. So that that's why I'm just saying, with all of our question marks, you know, we don't know who's going to be running the ball. We we got to we got to put together an offensive line, a lot of inexperience there. We got. Uh, a defensive backfield that I'm confident in, and I'm confident Greg can get us together, and I and I, I like our guys out there, but they haven't been number ones yet. Um, you know, it's a lot of question marks, and you got Drake May, you got Will Rogers, you got the Milton kid that I'm telling you is probably going to be better than Hendon Hooker. The dude's amazing. My best friend's a Tennessee fan, and all he talked about last year was how much better he thought Milton was going to be going forward than, than Hendon Hooker. And then you got the Georgia kid, which, I mean, you just put anybody in there, that's probably going to work. <laughs> My point is is that we got a lot of business to handle on our end that we're not sure about yet. And and I just want to say, like, we need to temper our expectations. Like, I want to be good, but and we should expect to be good. And Shane's taking us that way. But this year might not quite go the way we think it's going to go. You know what I'm saying? There, mm-hmm. there wouldn't be a lot of things have to happen for us to end up one and four in those first five games or two and three. You get what I'm saying? Oh, no, for sure. I mean, I, I'm just looking at the schedule now. Yeah, I mean, I, I think to your point, you, you know, probably you, I think to again hit the five and seven. Let's just play, let's just, let's just play the game, right? Right. The five wins would probably be Furman, Vandy, Jacksonville State. And then from there, I mean, maybe it's Mississippi State. Maybe Missouri. I mean, we got maybe, maybe it's Missouri, maybe it's Florida, but you're, you're losing. Right. The majority of your of your swing games. Um, now another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or twenty four seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Listen, I'll say this. Is it impossible to go 5-7? and No. No, it's not. Um, Because I can look at the schedule right now. I can look at the schedule right now and say, too many question marks, you lose to UNC, you lose to Georgia, you lose to Tennessee, Missouri owns you. You lose at A&M. You lose to Clemson. They're better with Garrett Riley. Um, I could say you lose to Kentucky with uh, with uh, with uh, Liam Leary Cohen at OC and, and Leary at quarterbacks. I mean, they're, they're, you know, you lose to Florida. They beat you 38-6 to last year. So there's a path to it. But, it, like, I think that's the worst-case scenario because in that scenario, you're basically losing every single toss-up game. And I, and I just think Beamer's shown, right, that – that that's not going to be the case. Again, I'm not saying it's impossible to your point. I, I think there's a middle ground between, you know, keeping the expectations realistic five between five and seven and say like 10 and two, right? There's, there's a realistic middle ground, but right. no, I, I think, uh, no, to your yeah. point, I mean, it, it could, 
it could go sideways. And I mean, I think it's definitely important to keep in perspective that Carolina was was very close to finishing six and six last year. I mean, it took two two incredible weeks of football that nobody saw coming. Like we all thought after Florida, okay, six and six is incoming. You know what I mean? So it's possible. It's possible. Right. Do I think it happens? No. And that Tennessee um, game was, was probably Go ahead. Yeah, and I was just saying that Tennessee game is probably the best game maybe we've ever played in the history of our program. Yeah. All around. You know what I mean? Like maybe that Georgia game in 12 or the Alabama game in 10, but that that's right there. Um, So we can't expect that to be the standard. But let me say that I, I got all confidence. Like I feel like we could really be a good ball club, but I feel like that first game, you know, hmm. everybody always feels like this game is the must-win game this week. But that North Carolina game, is so important to our season. Because if we can start off 2-0, and got the Furman game at home the next week, you go into that Georgia game feeling pretty good, and even if you get a – if you could just hang in that Georgia game, you got – you know what I mean? You come out of that game and you feel like you could, you could compete with anybody. But you mess around and you're 1-2 like you were last year, mm. that road's a lot tougher coming out of that 1-2. and two. We kind of had a little bit of a – I wouldn't say easy, but there were some winnable games there after the 1-2 and two start, whereas this – it doesn't really get easier until more of the latter part of the season. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The way the schedule lays out. So we, we need to come and get out to a, a very fast start early in the year. Get yeah, that get, again. That get, getting off to a good start is pivotal, man. Yeah, and I and I would agree with you, man. I, I will say that I've already made my point that I don't think it's the, the key game of the season or most important, if you will, but it is a massively important game for sure. Yeah, and, and – we got to win that game. We have to beat Missouri. I mean, Missouri is the Kentucky last year. Mm. Like last year, I think most Gamecock fans just felt like if we can't beat Kentucky this year, when the hell are we going to beat? Yeah. Like, come on, Beamer. And he and he showed up and he did his thing and he put his sunglasses on and he danced and we all look. It's time to do that shit. To what, what is the dude's name? I just put Eli Drinkwitz. Eli Drinkwitz. The Drinkwitz. The Star Wars. He can't stand the guy. We got to beat that dude. We have to beat them this year. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are one of those games that you just get. We, we feel like, I think everybody feels like we're a better program than Missouri. Mm-hmm. We just are. And we got to show it. So, and Kentucky is going to be good this year. People mm-hmm. do think that we're just going to beat, we're just going to walk up or walk into williams Bryce and win that game this year against Kentucky. That's that's a good team coming in there. Mm-hmm. They got Vanderbilt's running back, right? The 1,000-yard run yeah, last yeah. year, along with Leary. I mean, they're reloaded. So we we got a we got a tough slate and uh, one more quick thing before I jump off. Hopefully, man, this weekend can can be a good weekend in uh, Founders, man, because I, I really I'm really feeling like if if we don't get out of this weekend, that, that Kingston is it. That's it. Yeah. It has to be it for him. Like yeah. he, I don't even think Supers is it. Like we don't get to Omaha, his ass is gone. Because it's, it's we're it's time to set reset the standard here. Hmm. And uh, I'll hang up on that, brother. I'll talk to you later. Will, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for the call. And that's a great way to close out the show here on this Wednesday. Some uh, strong words there from Will from Dirty World, but I love the passion. And listen, I, I don't know if it'll take Omaha to get him to come back, but if you, if you get booted out of the regionals, I, th- I think Mark Kingston's gone. I, I really do. I, I don't. And I tell you, if you don't, if you don't, if he doesn't get out of the regional and you don't boot him, I think you're going to lose some of the fan base. I really do. I mean, I, I think Gamecock fans are great and all, but. I think there's going to be some. I think there's going to be some people that just do not follow college, or they don't follow baseball. They don't follow Gamecock baseball nearly as closely next year because of it. So, we'll see. Again, let's let's uh, let's hope it doesn't come to that point. But 
you never know. Anyways, guys, okay, we're going to go ahead and close it up. We've hit 3 o'clock. Thank you all so much for tuning in again. Thank you to Adam Brenneman for joining the show today. Also, the fine folks at the Orange and Black Podcast, the Campbell folks, want to say thank you to them as well for joining us. And uh, thank you guys for always engaging, providing the banter, providing the questions, the insight, all that good stuff. Uh, another great day as always, guys. Stay tuned. Also, by the way, if you missed anything, go check out the Spurs Up show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen back to the show there. You can check check out all of our podcast content. And also, of course, you're on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button and hit the bell icon so you get notifications when we go live and when we publish new video content. Guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. Have a great rest of your Wednesday, and we will talk to you all tomorrow. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.